Cherry Pop Horror. Hello and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob and in this show we tackle all things horror. Be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically. If it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we'll be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or follow us on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. I realized watching this movie, I was just like, I don't think I've ever. Have you ever been to a carnival? Like a carnival? Ever? Yeah. Like, because you know, the, the big top tent and everything like that. Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Did it have like a ringmaster and stuff? Um, yes, yes. But the, like, it was no animals or anything like that. It was all. Um, what are they? Those really bendy people and. Oh, like contortionists yeah. and stuff like that. I've never been there. I want to go to something like that. Um, I think it'd be quite cool. They've got. They do have them. Do they? Yeah. There's ones. It's it's, it's you know it's a circus. Yeah. Mm. Um. They've got ones where it's like they've got these people who do like trapeze and like they do these weird, not weird stuff. Come like, like come like we saw in Coraline, with the with it, the the sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah. Are they just are they just called acrobats or is it something? Yes. Else? I was. Why did I blank on that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I've always wanted to go to one. I've never, never been to one. I've been to like carnivals, but not like, not like a circus or anything like mm. that. No, they they've got them on around and stuff. Um, one drops by here almost every year. Oh really? Yeah, but I can't remember the name mm-hmm. of it. Oh, maybe they it's probably like stop off at Auckland or something. something lame like that. Circus books. Like, oh, how inventive. <laughs> Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. I am joined again by the wonderful Destiny for your third episode now. Was it um, To Your Last Death and then Coraline and here we are again. <laughs> so tell me, Destiny, what are your thoughts on clowns? Clowns. Because people tend to feel quite strongly one way or the other. <laughs> oh, I must be the, like out of the norm then because I'm just like, meh. <laughs> just a meh? Just a meh. Like, I, I've, I'm friends with people who are scared shitless. Yeah. Clowns. Like when I went to, I remember went to Spookers, went to the haunted house thing, and one of the first rooms that you went into was like dressed up like a circus tent. Oh yeah, yeah. I just happened to be with somebody who was scared of clowns. Was it chlorophobia? Chlorophobia? The fear of clowns? Oh my god, I don't know. Friend, friend of the show Dylan has that as well. It's which is why we can never do it. (laughs) They haven't seen it, and I was like, oh, why do we do that? No. Absolutely not. I I think it's the makeup because like there are different types of clowns. Mm. So you get the white face clown, which is the one everyone associates with the painted face and everything like that. Yeah. And then you get just there are different not stages. There are different types of clown. Like mm. Mr. Bean is technically a clown. Yeah. He 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 is a clown. Yeah. But he doesn't have the painted face or anything like that. Mm. So he's a lot more approachable, I guess. Yeah. 
Is uh, yeah. I wonder if people who who are afraid of clowns have the same sort of thing with like um, just masks in general. Like it makes them uncomfortable. Possibly. And like mascots, I know people. Some people find mascots really unsettling. Yeah, mascots are coming when you're a kid for like for sure with mascots mm. being approached by a really big soft toy. Yeah, and yet they're always like orientated towards the kids. Like they're dressed up like Paw Patrol characters, or they're dressed up like Shrek characters, or something like that. And most of the kids run away screaming and crying. <laughs> like so few of the kids are like, "Yay!" Yeah. I remember because of my sister, we had um, a birthday party for her lollipops, and she was like. Four. Wait, what's lo- lollipops? It's like like a chipmunks. Oh, like like like, like Chuck E. Cheese, that sort of thing. The yeah, big indoor playground indoor thing for playground kids. Indoor playground, yeah, yes, yeah, all for kids. But right. yeah, so part of the party is you get a mascot come in, um, to you know say happy birthday to the birthday girl. Mm. As soon as the cat walked in, and started walking towards Mercedes, she just screamed and burst into tears. Uh, yeah, fair. Although, <laughs> having said that, I remember when I was a kid, we we had one of those indoor play parties. It was called, like, Brewsters or something like that. Mm. And the mascot was a giant bear. So there would be someone walking around in, like, a bear mascot costume. Oh. And I didn't mind it. No. I mind it more now as an adult. <laughs> it's just a bit unsettling. <laughs> yeah, just like, I need to see your face. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing under that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to see the intention. And I can't do that with a giant head. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's too hard <laughs> big head mode enabled oh my god <laughs> well our movie this week takes well it doesn't take place completely in a circus tent but it is a very circus themed yes because this week it was Destiny's first time watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988 it was a night like any other night then something happened did you see that? Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? knocking him dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? <laughs> Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. Just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police bell, you need a psychiatrist. Uh-oh. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. This is episode 55 now, and I'm so glad we got to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
I've wanted to do it for a little while. <laughs> so many strong feelings about this movie. <laughs> so this is your. Did you even know this movie existed? Like, had, had you heard of it or anything? No. Like They're making a video game of it. Fuck yeah! Where it's two teams. Half of you are playing as the clowns, half of you are playing as, like, the the regular people, and the clowns have to hunt down the regular people. I don't know what the regular people have to do, because it's still in development. I haven't looked looked it up. Oh, my God. It would be awesome. It would be pretty cool. It would be pretty fun. It would be pretty fucked up, but... (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so credits roll over a starry night. We hear some, some cackling, some laughing, and then we get title card. Killer clowns from outer space. Straight into it. Straight into the title card. Love it. Love the rock music that they've got for this. The song. It's an electric guitar, right? It's an electric car, guitar. And it's got its own... This movie has its own theme song. Because they're singing about the clowns. Yes. And I was like, I love this. This is great. Right from the get-go. It's like, the, the, yeah, you're in for a good ride. Yeah. You immediately, you're just like, oh, they put effing into yes. this. Like, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I put kind of digging it. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Good piece of music. Enjoy it. Uh, credits continue to roll as we look over a big top tent. People going in and out. We learn later. I think this is like a like a takeout, right? It's like Circus Burger or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Or Big Top Burger. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, yeah, it's some sort of takeout place. A very unimpressed cop exits and then sort of gets into his car and drives off, sort of scowling at everyone as he as he gets in his car. Yeah. We meet this guy later, and he's just amazing. <laughs> words cannot express this character uh the cop and some blonde kid sort of have a have a beef i guess there's like some blonde kid walking across the zebra crossing or whatever like that and like they scowl at each other and when the when the blog kid kid gets to the other end he's like fucking cops (laughs) um curtis this is our this is our policeman our, our grumpy policeman radios into dave at the station um that he's heading over to lover's point I think it was Lover's Point, right? It's something like that. It's Make Out Point. It was, I think point. it was Make Out Point. Make out, is, is it Make Out I Point? I think it's Make Out Point. That's <laughs> so cliche. Because <laughs> I think that's why it stuck in my head the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Lover's po- um, Make Out Point the other yeah. day. Uh, we cut to a whole lot of couples making out uh, at the top of a hill. hill. There, there's beer. There's wine. Everyone's just sort of... Making out, getting comfortable, uh, when suddenly a clown-themed ice cream van drives up um, with someone on a radio yelling over how everyone should come and buy some ice cream. Uh, I think the line is, a tasty treat while you screw. Yeah. It was great. (laughs) It was... (laughs) Because what's the best thing you can have while you're doing that? Ice cream. Well, but it's going to melt. So do you have the ice cream and then fuck, but then you're a little bit bloated? Or do you, you fuck and risk the risk the ice cream melting? Or you could be creative and do both at the same Put time. Put the ice cream inside the... <laughs> <laughs> or on. <laughs> Something to look off. <laughs> Gotta get to that cherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Dick. Hey, hey, you joined us. <laughs> I did, I did. I'm guilty, I'm guilty. Um, the pair gets cans thrown at them until they're forced to drive off. They argue in the truck because they're just like, it was your idea to buy the ice cream truck. And he's like, I thought this is how we get women or whatever. It's, they're so obsessed with getting girls. It's so, so weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought women loved ice cream. 
<laughs> when when a couple of quite large ladies just emerge from the back room eating eating what are they called popsicles right the the iced ones yeah and they were promised all the ice cream they could eat and the four of them drive off in the truck i think they say something just like you know Ah, oh, you're not you're not taking advantage of us or something yeah. like that because we ain't no tramps or something like that while they're eating the ice cream. Yes, <laughs> it's it's so weird. This movie's weird. It, it's great. It's bizarre. <laughs> uh, these are Rich and Paul. These are the Terenzi brothers. Yeah. So we'll meet them again later. Uh, a couple makes out in a in a life craft inside the back of a truck. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, well, you've got to have something to lie on, and I guess a life craft is apparently easier than a blanket. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that thing was big enough for a mattress, even. Yeah, if you can fit a life craft in there, <laughs> a lifeboat, yeah, you can... Put a mattress. You can, you can put a single, single seat, single... I suppose that the, the little wall's privacy. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. I mean, if you're doing it properly, like, give it some up and down, like... <laughs> Clearly, these people need tips. Yeah, these people need some tips. I mean, the other guys thought ice cream would get them bitches, so, like... <laughs> what is it with this town? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they lie together. Also, no one is, like... No one's going at it. No. This is, like, a very PG make-out point. It's literally just for making out. And cuddling. Because this couple roll over, and they cuddle, and they look at the stars, and they go, what a beautiful night we're having. Uh, when suddenly a comet zooms past a shooting star. Lovely. We cut to an old farmer. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Do you want to describe our old farmer, buddy? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, just, he's like one of those stereotypical heck farmers with his dog. Well, I believe the line was, well, I'll be hornswoggled. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> well, I'll be home, swagger. I was a shooting star and they ran my field. Oh my and it was just like, oh, oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. I feel sorry for whoever this actor was. He, you could tell he did not really want to do this role. I, I would have such a fun time doing this, though. <laughs> like, as an actor, like, whoa, that looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, it is the the stereotype of a farmer. He gets very excited as the comet seems to have landed on his land, mm. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be rich." It's like it's like that the the whole swamp farmer kind of thing, eh? Yeah. Like what wherever those states are. Mm. Like I don't know what he actually farms, but he's probably not earning much, which no. is why he's so excited oh, he's about. Got the- Overall. He's got the the overalls. He's got a dog. I can't remember what his dog's Ball name is. Patch on the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mix between like a prospector and a, and an old farmer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That kind of feel to it. Yeah. So if you know those stereotypes, you know this character. <laughs> uh, he grabs himself a shovel and heads out to invest investigate. Meanwhile, Mike and Debbie, the couple we we sort of met, half met, mm. they were making out in the in the lifeboat. They decide to go check it out as well. She's way more excited than he is, though. She's more excited to go and see that than stay and make out. Mm. What does that tell you? Yeah, Mike's got to work on his game, man. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep him interested, you know, do a backflip. I don't know. (laughs) I'm a gay man. I don't know how women work. Like, (laughs) Would that work, Dee? No. (laughs) No? (laughs) She's like, oh, we should check out that comment. Just does a backflip. Oh, never mind. (laughs) 
Swoon. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. He will provide well for my children. Because <laughs> he can do a backflip. Because he can do a backflip. All the genetics. Uh, yeah, Mike takes some convincing. Okay, I've got a question. Okay, we're, we're a good couple of minutes. We've seen, like, our main sort of characters, most of them anyway. Mm-hmm. Are these meant to be teenagers? The Terenzi brothers, Mike and Debbie. I would be concerned if they weren't meant to be teenagers. I'm concerned if they are meant to be teenagers. <laughs> They look much older. Um, the Terenzi brothers especially look to be mid-30s. Yeah. <laughs> Heading on. Mike, and, Mike and Debbie look early 30s, maybe late 20s, if we're being generous. Yeah. And I was questioning whether or not, because we learned later that, that Debbie used to date Dave, who is a cop. Yes. So. She's gotten around a little bit in the town. Yeah. So were they, is it like they dated in... High school, and now he's a cop, or although you might, I think they might be adults because then why are they, they at make out point? Oh yeah, she's Debbie's got an apartment. Why doesn't Why doesn't she go to her own house? Yeah, you got a whole house you can make out in any room in there. Maybe she likes the excitement. Maybe she likes people watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into it, if you're into it, and everyone else is consenting, go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was just my... I was, I was just like, are these teenagers? And the way that the Terenzi brothers act... Yeah. It's like they're teenagers where they're just like, I thought girls loved ice cream. <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, you're like 35. <laughs> and you're still hanging out with your brother on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Trying to pick up chicks. Oh my God, it's so funny. We cut back to the farmer who comes across a big top circus tent in the middle of his field. The wires holding it down actually look really cool. Yeah. They're like those, like, bridge wires, you know, the really, really thick ones that have been, like... cables there. Yeah, yeah. um, It's like a whole lot of little wires woven together to make one very, very big, strong wire. And it's got, like, fairy lights on it. Because, of course, why wouldn't you? You know, it's, 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 you know, space things. Of course it's going to have fairy lights. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even comments about how weird it is is like, this is not like any big top that I've ever okay. seen. <laughs> so far for a, what what year was 80s, right? 88. 88, yeah. So we've got um, the teens in quotation marks making out. Yep. Yep, so that's check for a typical 80s horror. And even, even casting like people in their mid-30s to play teenagers, yep. very 80s thing to yep. do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stereotype hick man. Seems to be like a thing as well. Yes, yeah, like we're introducing the scary things. You got to have that. Yeah, um, we're just missing the harbinger of doom. Yeah, yeah, someone to go. Don't go over there. You'll die. <laughs> and the teenagers to go. Oh, you're so silly, Mister. And then go over there to die. Yeah. Actually, we don't have that in this movie. I don't think we have a harbinger of doom in this movie, do we? Not really. No. I guess Mike and Debbie sort of end up being the harbingers of doom. Mm. Kinda, but not really, because they don't really warn anyone. <laughs> no, actually, you're right. I don't think there, there isn't. There, no, the only one that that is more of a slasher thing, though. Yeah. And this movie's not really a slasher. No. It's kind of like a mix between a monster. It's a sci-fi monster movie, essentially. Mm. Anyway, the farmer talks to his dog about how strange it is that no one's around, and he starts looking around for the ticket booth. I haven't been to circus since I was just a little lad. <laughs> I can't find the ticket booth. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is so stupid. It's um, supposed to be on his farm too, like yeah, 
Wouldn't <laughs> you, you need? They need permission to set up. Uh, what? Uh, okay. You do you. We do get a very cool shot of him because he walks around the the side of the big top, and you see the shadow of a clown following behind him. Cool. That was damn cool. Do you know what? When I when I saw that, my brain because you know I've got kids went swiping, no swiping. <laughs> you went straight to Dorothy. <laughs> we had this problem with to your last death as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He is on the other side of a tent. It's not like he's standing right behind him. No. So it's better. Otherwise, it would be very Scooby-Doo at that point. You know, the monster's following behind the gang. Mm. And then they turn around and go, zoinks! <laughs> yeah. the right accent for it. <laughs> oh, it does, actually. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, he's, he's looking around for a ticket booth while the shadow of a clown follows behind him, which I thought was a very cool effect. Mm. This movie actually does its thing. It knows what it's trying to do. And it actually does it pretty well. It's a silly movie. It is. But it's not meant to be taken seriously. No. Uh, the dog is grabbed when he's not looking. Mm. Rest in peace, doggo. We hate we hate a horror movie that kills a dog. And the farmer heads back, finding only the dog's little wee little bandana that he was wearing. <laughs> Rest in peace, dog, whose name I didn't write. No. Uh, he punches the fabric of the tent because yeah. he's so mad. <laughs> oh, this poor man. <laughs> And he, like, breaks his hand or something, because he punches it and it's, like, hard metal. Yeah. Uh, where's my dog? Where is my Pooh Bear? Oh, yeah, the dog's called, like, Pooh or something like that. Yeah. Um, after Winnie the Pooh, I assume. Where is my Pooh Bear? I'll tear this thing apart with my bare hands. Is what he yells at this <laughs> this tent. I know it's supposed to be a moment where he's extremely distraught, but with just I could not stop laughing. Oh, I was laughing my ass off, too. I was, just, I was, this movie is fucking hilarious. Um, he grabs hold of the wires of the tent. I don't know what he was planning to do with it, but he gets electrocuted. He gets approached by a clown and we get our first look at sort of what they look like. We've got like, I think there's like six or seven main clowns. Yeah. And then there is sort of a swarm of them later. But we got our first look at this thing. They look fucking creepy. <laughs> they look gross. <laughs> And they've got these oversized heads. The clown costume is your pretty standard clown costume. Yeah. It's like a one-piece, brightly coloured polka Weird dots. Patterns. Yeah, pa- uh, polka dots or stripes or whatever they feel like. But the heads are, like, oversized and... God, I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to remember. It... <sighs> they look like paper mache, but also organic. Like, it's this weird look to it. They kind of remind me of claymation. Yes. Yeah. Like- then the way that they move mm. as well is kind of claymation-esque. Yeah, it's very big movements. Yeah. Which is, I guess, very clowny as well, right? It's all about big movements and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, it giggles and points some sort of gun at him. Also, their giggling is gross. <laughs> yeah. It's like this really deep throaty thing as well. It's like... <laughs> and then he shoots him with a gun. The way you did that just reminded me, you know, Inside Out Clown. Inside. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Inside Out when they when they go to like the forgotten memories or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The subconscious or. Actually, he could fit in with these clowns. He really could. Yeah. Yeah, if you've seen Bogo, Bogo, if you've seen Inside Out, it's kind of like that. Yeah. They're very disturbing. (laughs) I love it. It's great. Uh, Yes, which causes him to scream, Mm -hmm. and that's the last we see of the farmer until later. 
We cut to Kurt at the station. Kurt or Curtis, I can't remember. Curtis. He's arrested a couple of guys who were having a bottle of wine in the park. Loki, is this a gay couple? Were they arrested because they were a gay couple? That's what I thought. Considering... <laughs> yeah, the first time I watched it, I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's just arresting, quote unquote, delinquents drinking in the park. But then I was just like, it kind of feels like they're a couple. <laughs> and he's just like, two men, not in my America. <laughs> it is very much like it. He is very, yeah. Mm. Yes. Very um, patriotic. Take no, take no, take no shit. Yeah, patriotic, very much uh, white man's America. Mm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so he's arrested these two guys for drinking a bottle of wine. And, and the fact there's a bottle of wine as well, it wasn't like a six pack of beers or yeah. something like that. And it was like, oh, they were having a bottle of wine. I was like, oh, they're having like a romantic, romantic moment in the park. What? what yeah. Dave asked, Dave, the other police officer, asks why they didn't just drink on campus and Kurt flies into a rain, uh, flies into a rage about this. It's because of scum like you that uh, it's because of scum like you that are killing this town. I think he says, yeah. and he like slams one of the kids against a wall. And I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck is this guy?" He's got some deep issues. He's got some deep rooted, deep rooted issues. Yes, he does. He's kind of amazing he's hilarious honestly the further on this movie goes the more i liked him for how ridiculous he was <laughs> like he's just kind of fun <laughs> he forces the kids to empty their pockets dave is trying to calm him down and we learn that kurt has a problem with dave's um, academy training yeah what the heck i've been here for years i've been here for 30 years i'm like yeah you're still doing the same job what's that tell you <laughs> And then he's just like, you with your, your academy training, trying to come in here and tell me how to do my job. It's kind of like, well. He's like, yeah, well, maybe you should listen. Kurt throws the two, the two kids into a cell. And we've got awful um, audio editing during this entire scene. It's really, really bad. Um, like every time we switch character, it was like there was a there was a new echo. Or like, <laughs> did you did you notice? Because you worked production, like <laughs> there there was a lot. There was a lot in these this this one scene. Yeah, in this particular scene, I think it might have just been a bad location to try and film it. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Debbie and Mike. They can't take the truck any further because there's like a gate in the way or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they decide to walk to investigate where the comet fell. Uh, dialogue is bad. Love it though. They're trying to flirt or something like that. I can't remember. Is that where you go on? I th- <laughs> that tells you how bad it was. I think they're trying to flirt with each other. It's just the way that they were conversating. I suppose it's just strange. It's just. Not how people talk. No, and the way that they jump between things is kind of like what what leads you to say that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's not even. It's not even. You know, when you have conversations like this, for example, there's always something leading you to. Say yeah, yeah. Else. You you take a prompt from the last thing said to build on the thing you're about to say. But it's like they're having their own conversations at each other. <laughs> Is this the moment where Mike is, like, jumping on the bonnet of the car and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, And this is why I was so confused. I'm like, are they teenagers? Are they meant to be teenagers? I don't know. Because he's, like, trying to impress her or something like that. And instead of walking around the car like a normal fucking human being, he, like, jumps on the bonnet. And I was just like, 
What? Okay, sure. <laughs> do do you do you? Yeah, you do you do, boo. It's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll try follow. Yeah. <laughs> they come across the big top tent, though. Debbie immediately knows that something is wrong, but Mike wants to check it out. The reverse role here just did not make sense to me. She was all like, I want to go see the shooting star. Yes, okay. I thought you meant like like uh, gender-wise. Oh, no, 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 no. But the fact that, yeah, the shooting star happened and Mike didn't want to go, but yeah. Debbie did. And now they're at this Twice. big top ten and Mike wants to investigate, but Debbie doesn't. Yeah, it's, well, they should have kept it the same characters. Like, mm. ooh, didn't know this was here. Let's keep going. Like, yeah, let's have a look. And he's like, oh, babe, let's go back to the truck and make out. Yeah. But no, she's like, no, I don't want to go in there. I'm like, bro, your intuition should have spoken to you well earlier than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shooting star. Let's go home and lock the house. I mean, standard shooting star. You oh. Go, oh, that's pretty. Yes. And then that's it. But that wasn't the standard one, was it? No, it landed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, last time that happened, like, we got a mostly worldwide extension. Like, <laughs> we've been watching too many dinosaur things over the last couple of days, I think. Sorry. <laughs> Your kids love dinosaurs. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Debbie immediately, yeah, immediately knows something was wrong, but Mike wants to check it out. Mike finds the entrance and heads inside. Deb reluctantly follows. I think this is where they start calling her Deb instead of Debbie. Mm. Inside is colourful. It's very angular. It looks like um, like a funhouse. Yeah. It's really cool, set design-wise. Yeah. It's really it's cool. It's interesting the way they, they, that they've done it as well. Yeah. It's very, it is very, like, typical of your spacecraft. Yes, while also having this really sort of fun house vibe vibe to it, yeah. because like you've got, you've got your standard hallways and it's set up like a spaceship or what we assume a spaceship would look like if they exist, and then but it's all done with like like you'd you'd have your hallway and then suddenly the roof would like curve slightly at, yeah. at a, like a sharp angle, and then it'll all be painted with like pink and white polka dots. I was like, yeah. I like this. <laughs> Set designers had fun. Yes. Good on you guys. They head down our hallway. He's having the time of his life. Mm. Exploring this. Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah. He's like, oh, look how fun this is. And Deb is like, I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> You're still going. Yeah, she still goes along with him. <laughs> well, uh, maybe at this point she's just like, well, now I'm just babysitting him. <laughs> I got to make sure it is, I got to make sure he doesn't kill himself or something in here. Yes, my, my question at this point in the movie, it does get answered later, I think. Um, do they imitate clowns or just a coincidence? What were your thoughts at this point, I guess, when you were watching it? Um. Because it's like, are they some sort of alien that went, ah, oh, humans like these funny looking things. We can u- use it. To, you know, like Pennywise uses clowns to lure children. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was something like that. Like, but then I was like, but if you look at it, how would they, like, with everything they've done, because it's not just them as the aliens, as clowns, it's everything. Mm. They've got the big circus tent-like shape. Spaceship, ship. yeah. And then everything inside. Like, why would they go to that much effort just because they think they're humans like clowns? Yeah. So my thoughts were, did these clowns come first? Like, somebody spotted them and go, oh, that would be a fun idea. <laughs> While they're being murdered? like. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Maybe they yeah. came, like, years before. It does get brought up in a throwaway comment later. Oh. Like, right at the end of the movie, they kind of make a comment about it. Yeah. So maybe we'll tackle, tackle it again, then. Um, 
He says, oh, it looks like it was decorated by Clowns R Us. And I was like, that's an awful line. Yes. That's terrible. <laughs> they decide to check a little further, and they come to some doors. Mike presses buttons, which all make funny noises. <laughs> of course the man pushes all the buttons. And of course they make <laughs> funny funny noises as well, like fart noises and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> and they end up in what looks like to be the reactor, I guess? It's just this room with, like, a sheer drop of, like, 400 feet or something like that. <laughs> and and hey, we've got Time Lord technology again. Oh, yeah! It's bigger on the it's inside! It's bigger on the inside! <laughs> and we've got a giant glowy electrical ball thing in the middle, so you don't... I mean, how big would that room be alone? Yeah, it would be bigger than that. Yeah, it's got to be Time Lord technology. Yeah. Either that or they've borrowed into the Earth. And that, that would be the only way. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're actual, actually like several miles underground or something like that. But yeah, it was just like, there was one thing I thought when I saw that room, because you got the long hallway, you got that room, okay, that makes sense for the size of the tent. Mm. But then, bam, there's this big... Sheer drop. Yeah, almost like, um, what's it called, on the Death Star kind of thing, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, where yeah. where where Luke and Vader have their have their, their little spat, their, their, their argument. <laughs> Someone loses a hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know all the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like that kind of size. It is, it really is. Yeah, maybe they were imitating that. Mm, actually, you might be. You might have a could point. be. Yeah. Again, the the shitty dialogue continues, and I really like the shitty dialogue. I know I shouldn't, but I love it. <laughs> This is no fun house. No circus either. (laughs) Really? Well done. (laughs) You just found like a massive reactor. Well done. (laughs) The engine sparks lightning over the large chasm and they exit. But Barb realizes that they're they're inside the shooting star. Mm. So good on her. And I love that we don't have to set all this up. She just goes, oh, this is the shooting star. And we go, cool, let's move on. <laughs> they hear a noise and hide inside a pink door, which leads to another room. Inside is popcorn and large candy floss sacks. Yeah. There's literally just a popcorn machine in the corner. Or it's like it's like a weird dome kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just popping, popping popcorn. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And there's large can, uh, candy floss sacks hung up around the room. This might be where they hung up the cotton candy to dry before they ship it out, because Mike thinks this is a candy floss factory. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it's clearly not seen cotton candy be made. Yes, thank you. And I, I, I put in big, bold letters. Is this a thing? <laughs> is this something I don't know about the process of, like, manufacturing cotton candy? Because when I've seen it, like, it's always been in, like, one of those massive... Like tub things. The, the metal tub things, yeah. and you know, you it, spin it. You put in the spoonful of of sugar, and you know, eventually it makes the 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 you candy floss. Stick in and you yeah, spin and you it. just you spin it around the metal tub thing, and eventually you have a candy floss stick. Yeah. And I was like, when you manufacture it on like a mass level, do you have to hang it up to dry? Is this the thing I didn't know about? <laughs> this is weird. But Mike is convinced. Yes, and I was just there. I was just like, oh, Mike, you dumb. <laughs> is flip-flopping about so much he's like oh look a circus and then he finds the chasm has no explanation for it it's like oh look it's a thing that shoots lightning and then walks into another room and goes oh they've got candy floss it must be a candy floss factory (laughs) i'm like your train of thought man it's like a two-year-old like (laughs) what does it say about her (laughs) 
<laughs> we've got we've got no continuity. No. No. Um, Bob is is into it, and she quickly decides. Sorry, it's, Bob is onto it, not into it. Bob is onto it. She's just like, this is fucked up. <laughs> and she quickly decides that they're inside a UFO. Yep. There's aliens. And is trying to convince Mike. And in trying to convince Mike, she rip opens she rips open one of the candy floss sacks, uh, which reveals a face. Yeah. There's a dead there's a dead person in there. D- dissolving by the looks of it. Was it the farmer? Yes, I think. Yeah. Because they do mention that they found Farmer Blah Blah Blah's body. Yeah. So this must be him. Yeah, that's what I thought. But like, it was, I guess with all the goop and stuff, it's kind of hard to... It's really hard to tell. They're... I assumed it was him. I, I assume so as well. Because, yeah, she rips it open and he's all, like, covered in blood and everything like that. So it's really hard to tell. Uh, they're in- interrupted when one of the clowns returns and hangs up a new cotton candy sack before heading down... To, before heading to one of the consoles... Barb and Mike see the farmer in the sack, causing Mike to drop his flashlight, alerting the clown. So it must have been someone else then that they that oh. they first opened. Oh. And then and then they found the farmer. And he drops his flashlight, and the clown does the dramatic turn that all horror movie villains do. <laughs> and they're away. They're chased down the ship by the clown, who's using a popcorn gun. Yes. It's like a scattershot shotgun, but it fires popcorn. Oh, oh, don't well, hit me with the popcorn. Oh, no, stop. No, don't. Ah, I'm just opening your mouth. Well, we learn later that this is not popcorn, though. <laughs> yeah. This is some fucked up shit. But yeah, I just love that. <laughs> like, whoever wrote this movie or dire- whoever's writing, directing, or anything like that went hard. They did. They're just like, you know what? We're doing a circus theme. And it's everything. Everything must be. And they get. They get inventive, man. <laughs> There's some stuff in here that I really love. The popcorn popcorn shotgun yes, is cool. It is. And they manage to escape with a couple of the clowns having lost them. One of them makes a balloon animal dog because this they've they've just reached the outside of the tent and and what Barb and Mike run into the woods. Yes. <laughs> and and the clowns are like, where did they go? And one of them pulls out one of those long ass balloons. Blows it up. The squeaky squeakies. <laughs> it makes a... Makes a dog! Makes a balloon animal dog. Puts a little lead on it. <laughs> I was just like... I had to pause the movie at this point. I was like... Were you laughing too much? I was. And I was just like, oh my god, what? Is it's, it supposed to be a horror? <laughs> it's so clever. This is what I'm talking about by the inventiveness. Like, this is awesome. They're like, ah, we lost them. So he makes a tracking dog out of a balloon. <laughs> and then in my well, the way my brain worked was like, with the dog that they took, mm. could this have been like, sort of put the dog's sense, like, you know, abilities and stuff into this balloon animal? Oh, you thought about this way more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to believe that the dog was just gone. Oh, you do. <laughs> Save the dog. Eat the people. Yeah. Leave the poor dog alone. But yeah, he makes a the the, the clown makes a, a balloon animal dog, puts a lead on it, and it sniffs out their scent, yeah. and away they go. There's like three three clowns or something like that Take running that in. Point, yeah, think. running into the woods, following the scent of Pup and Mike. <laughs> I just love it. It's so cool. Balloon animal tracking dog. Mm. Fuck yes. 
Barb and Mike make it to the car just as the clowns arrive. Mike hits them with the game backs up into them. <laughs> yes. Popping the balloon dog as well. You just see it go poof. And they manage to escape. We see the clowns pop back up, not dead. They just um, sort of, hmm? I mean, there's another checklist for the 80s movie thing. The indestructible villains. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Barb suggests going to the police for help, but Mike isn't sure if they'll be believed. The the rock music kicks in again. We get the the hard guitar. <laughs> the theme music kicks in as the clown as we see the clowns heading for Crescent Cove, the town. A good half dozen or so of them as well. There's a lot. There's a lot of clowns. I was wondering when it was going to start. Yeah. They just kept coming and coming. It was like, okay. And we've got those those weird, like, grunty noises that they make as well. They're like, <laughs> as they start walking That's towards so town. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they seem, like, happy. They're like, oh, <laughs> food. Um, Dave hears the screeching of a car and heads outside. It's Bob and Mike. They try and explain what they saw. He brings them inside so he can try to understand what they're actually they're saying. Like they drive up onto the car. Do they? <laughs> Park up, it was like you hear the screeching and then crashing into those rubbish bins or whatever. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they parked on the curb though. That's funny. <laughs> and then Dave's like, Wait, what are you saying? Come inside, explain it to me, please. It's like, um, this doesn't make any sense. And they just drove up onto the footpath. Yeah. Uh, we see one of the clowns who pretends to be an animatronic at the drugstore as a couple of women head inside. He's like, he's like walking along down the street and he sees that there's, is there another, there's another clown on the other side, right? But it, it is an animatronic. It's, it's one of those, um, inflatable sails floating. Oh, things. in, oh, God, what are they called? Inflatable arm flailing tube men. Or yes, whatever they're called. Yeah. yes, yes. Oh my God. Family guy. Was it family guy? Where that has the car ad where they just keep saying it over and yes. over again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Family Guy. Yeah, it's got one of those. And then the the clown sees a couple of people going coming, so he he stands on the other side of the door and pretends to be an animatronic while yeah. the ladies go inside. And then the ladies even pause. They take a look at him and they're like, "Oh, look at that!" <laughs> and then they head inside. Meanwhile, at the police station, uh, Barb reiterates the story, trying to explain to Dave. Kurt eavesdrops from the doorway. Um, and he, he he says the thing. He says he says the name of the movie. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt is our MVP already. He said the name of the movie. Yes. So you're telling me there's killer clowns from outer space? And I was just like, oh, he did it! <laughs> they managed to fit it in. I know! <laughs> clowns spelt with a K. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> Alliteration is good. It's just, yeah. <sighs> Bob basically tells Kurt to go away because she's trying to talk with Dave. Um, and Dave, Kurt is just such an asshole this yeah, entire time. Because um, he's just like, oh, these kids, oh, Dave, don't believe these kids. They're just pulling your leg. And then he's just like, well, Dave is like, Kurt, just just sit down. I'm, I'm I'm listening to Barb at the moment. Like, she's trying to explain something to me. And he's just like, who are you going to believe? Me or this little tramp? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, Kurt. He's definitely one of those, let's make America great again. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he because he's trying to say that he's just been up to that farm and there's nothing there. Yeah. Do you reckon he's actually just been up that farm and nothing's there? <laughs> or he's just saying shit? It's obvious. He's just saying shit. Yeah. Because he's a piece of crap. Yes. Kurt knows Mike as he hangs out with the Terenzi brothers, who are apparently local troublemakers. They're just driving an ice cream truck. Trying to pick up bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just so funny. You know what women like? Ice Ice cream. cream. (laughs) I mean... A a choc top. (laughs) Don't bring up the choc top. I didn't get my choc top the other day. Oh, did you order one when we went to the movie? Did and they said, "Oh, our supplier is like not doing it anymore." What do you mean, no chocked off? <laughs> um, yes, the Terenzi brothers, the guys who had the ice cream truck, which only irritates Kurt further. Kurt laughs at Dave for even considering believing them, as Dave agrees to go and investigate. Mm. He's like, "Sure, you want to show me the big top tent? We'll go see the big top tent then." Um, and and we get the great line from Kurt. You know they'll make a dummy, make a dummy out of yourself, but you're not gonna make a dummy out of me. <laughs> Just this guy. This guy's comically. Oh. I don't know how to describe it. He's just the best. He's. Oh, it's just. It's just. Like, I suppose he's supposed to be what makes cops bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh definitely. He's too <laughs> stuck in his ways. He he, he knows best at everything. And... Oh, he is the typical cop at the end of the thing, like, getting too old for this crowd. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't actually do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the the three get in a police cruiser and drive off. We cut to a man who stumbles across a gazebo. Just a random guy. Mm. We don't know who he is. Stumbles across a gazebo where there's a puppet show going on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Like a Punch puppet. and Juju, like a Punch and Judy show. Yeah, but it's like you know, one of those cardboard puppet theater things. Yeah, up under a light in a gazebo. Who would stand there by in the middle of the night? This is night. The, yeah, and it's like there's no crowd, right? Why would he go up and just stand there and watch by himself? Yeah, it's a bit red flagish. Yes, <laughs> like. Um, In the middle of the night, there's just a random puppet show going on for no one. Yeah. Maybe he thought someone was practicing. But but still. (laughs) Yeah, still. Still, like, I wouldn't approach that unless there was a crowd already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially at night time, you would think that there would be, you know, at least signs around saying, here's a puppet show. Yeah, come watch me practice. Give me tips or tricks or whatever. Yeah, but no, there was nothing. Um, the, the the entire show revolves around a puppet man trying to catch his puppet lady. It's it, it, I I used to go watch Punch and Judy shows when I was little, and they were always hilarious. Yeah. But it was very much in that sort of vein where she's like, "No, you can never love me," and he's like, "Oh," and then he's trying to like jump on her and catch her and things like that. It's very silly uh, until eventually the lady puppet sort of decks under the under the stage and then reemerges with a large ray gun and disintegrates the male puppet. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the puppet then turns the gun on the man who's watching because he was laughing because he was laughing he was laughing so she turned it and then he went oh he went oh that's a gun <laughs> oh this is bad he's like what's well, too late <laughs> and then a comically large clown emerges from this tiny 
from the tiny puppet cage. <laughs> puppet thing just falls away. And it's like this eight foot tall killer clown with a ray gun. Yeah, that that it's got no chance. The the man gets shot and it turns him into a cotton candy pod. So that's how cotton candy is made. Yes. By ray gun. <laughs> yep. And then hung up to dry. Yeah. <laughs> Hung up to dry. (laughs) It's so good, though. It's quite a good effect as well, him turning into a cotton candy pod. I think when I originally decided I wanted to watch this movie, which was a couple of years ago, some people had recommended it to me, and I was like, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. But I think I, I, it was on, like, weirdest horror movie death scenes or something like that, and it played this scene with the gazebo, and then the guy turns into a cotton candy pod, and I was like, what is this? (laughs) I think I need to watch this, whatever's happening here. And then I watched it and I was like, yeah, that movie's fucking wild. (laughs) Back at the drugstore, the owner is very concerned as the clown stumbles around investigating. He's trying to like, this, this, um, this store owner is so like skittish. He's like, oh, uh, 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 um. (laughs) Just, just down boy. Yeah, just literally all you can do is duck under the counter and pray they don't see you. Yes. Just like, that's all you got. I mean, what else are you going to do when you see something like that wandering around your store? Yeah, because it's, again, one of the tall clowns. Yeah. He's, he's a tall, lanky, skinny one. But even one of the short ones, I'd be like, mm, no, yep, take what you want. Yeah, whatever you like, just, just walk oh, away. Th- this is yours now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we do see, as we sort of, we have our camera around the store, we do see that two of the women, uh, the two women who we saw come in here earlier have already been turned into cotton candy pods. With the feet sticking out. Yeah, the feet sticking out. <laughs> like, the waist stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can just see the little high-heeled boots. <laughs> we learn that Barb and Dave used to date. So now we've got romantic drama. Yes, and this is why Mike's been banished to the back seat of the police car. Oh, yeah, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. You in the back. Aww. <laughs> it's because Dave and Barb used to date, but now Barb is dating Mike. It's a weird dynamic. It leads nowhere at, no. any, at any point. <laughs> but it's just, it's just... It's just there. We're in trouble. I must go to my ex while I'm with my boyfriend. Yeah. Cool. Cool. W- whatever helps you love. <laughs> uh, Dave wants Barb to stay safe and tells her to go home. I think that they're on the process of driving her driving her home or something, aren't they? They're going to drop her off at her apartment. And, and then... it's going to take... Um... Mike's going to take Dave up to where the tent is. Yeah, so they can investigate that. Yeah. And he's like, I just want you safe because I'm still in love with you. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we cut to a woman who answers a knock at their door. There's three clowns with a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fourth turns her into a cotton candy. It just pops out and shoots her with a ray gun and she turns into a cotton candy pod. Apparently it takes four of them. Apparently. <laughs> We cut to another house. Uh, a woman opens the door and accepts a box of chocolates that a clown's holding. And she turns around and she's like looking at her husband. Oh, Jim, is this from you? And then she got shot and turned into cotton candy. It's never from Jim. It's never from Jim. Secret admirer, though. Mm. What's she been up to? Oh. <laughs> they arrive at Barb's place. Barb tells Mike not to worry, ab- uh, not to worry about Dave. Like, Mike walks her up to the door, and she's just like, don't worry about Dave, he's my sexy ex. I love you. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, Dave's pretty, Dave's pretty fit. 
<laughs> I mean, I got a thing for blondes as well. So, first snap. <laughs> Fair. Uh, it's the clowns they need to worry about. Bob says she'll follow shortly after they leave because mm. she doesn't plan to stay. Doesn't plan to stay there, but she does. She does. She says she's going to follow. Does Mike tell her not to? It might be that Mike tells her not to. Possibly. I can't remember. He's like, no, no, you stay here. I'll deal with the killer clowns. <laughs> I'm the hero. <laughs> the pair kiss goodbye while Dave watches from the car awkwardly. <laughs> He's like, you kiss my girl? <laughs> Blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bob's dating Mike now, Dave. Get over it. It's like a really bad tin drama. It, it, yeah. Like, it makes you wonder how long ago they broke up. Because he went to the academy and the... Well, I don't think it takes long to get through police academy. Does it not? I don't think so. Maybe it should like take longer. <laughs> Given what's happened with, you know... police. <laughs> yeah, police agencies in the last couple of years. Maybe they should be trained for a bit longer. Uh, it was only like a few months, I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Uh, yeah, Bob heads inside. I think she, I think at this point Mike's told her to stay there. Yeah. At the drugstore, a couple of clowns investigate the shelves, one shooting the other with shaving cream, then sneezing some sort of powder everywhere. I think it was foundation or baby powder or something, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. <laughs> it's clown antics. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> They interact with one another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because one of them, it's like the short one's investigating the shaving cream and accidentally shoots it behind him and yeah. it like squirts the other one in the, the eye and he falls over. And it's very, it's very clown. It's very clown. <laughs> but they're capable of relationships. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, and we do meet some lady clowns later. We do. We, we do. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Dave and Mike arrive at the site, but the big top tent is gone. Just a whole, large hole where it used to be. So it must have bur- burrowed itself. Must have. Because it's like a crater there. But it's not that big compared to the... It's not big enough for the reactor we were shown, but... <laughs> Unless they went up. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Are we thinking about it a bit too hard? I think we're thinking about this too much. This is a schlocky 80s movie about killer clowns from outer space, I think. <laughs> trying to think of <laughs> how just... the physics works. <laughs> Yeah, but the math doesn't math right. <laughs> like it's, it's a movie about killer clowns, like, who turn people to cotton candy. Like, oh, what do you want? probably shouldn't be trying this. No. Um, Dave thinks Mike is making it up and arrests him. Uh, I put probably more out of jealousy than anything else. Yeah. He's more mad because he saw Mike kissing his girlfriend, who used to be his girlfriend, and he owns her. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's like, I peed on that. That's mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know, I, if we break it down to like its primal level, that's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah, it is. I had that first. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> the poor Barb's just sat in the corner, like, "Can you stop, please? Stop marking your territory." It was in Friends where they where they mentioned that as well, where like you know Ross keeps getting super jealous about one of Rachel's coworkers or something like that, and she says like. Because he keeps sending her, like, love gifts constantly. Oh, yeah. And she's like, y- you're just marking your territory. You might, have wor- might as well have just come into my os- office and peed around the desk. Like... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's very appropriate for this. It's it the is. same sort of thing. It is the same concept. We cut to a biker bar next. <laughs> I love this little scene. This scene. 
You've been hysterics this entire time. <laughs> this would be so ridiculous. Bikes raced past, followed by by a clown on a tricycle. <laughs> I'm actually in Des- Destiny's having a moment. We're gonna we're just gonna breathe. <laughs> if you can remember the lines, point them out because I didn't write any out. Oh, I can't remember. I can just remember how they were delivered. Oh, I remember the last line. I've got the last line written down. Um, we see a big six foot block of a man comes over and starts mocking the clown. Uh, you know, he's just like, oh, can I ride your bike? Can I ride your tricycle? And the clown, no. no. Can I beep the horn? No. <laughs> oh, come on, let me beep the horn. Let me beep the horn. And all his, all his biker buddies are like, oh, ho, 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 it's so funny. Oh, yeah, because this makes you big man. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you pick on the little two-foot clown. Oh, that makes you... And then the whole time I'm thinking, guys... Have we not learned? You see a little thing like that approach a big group like you guys and not flinch? Yeah, it's dangerous. There's something wrong and he's going to beat you. But mm. no, of course, they don't think like that. No, no, because they're big, strong men. <laughs> <laughs> you smash. I am alpha. Yeah, I alpha male. <laughs> I, I smash bike, then pussy. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like, um, uh, was it the H2 podcast? You know, Ethan Klein and stuff like that. I've been watching his videos where he like, he talks to the alpha males and like slowly disem- um, disassembles their arguments. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. It's really funny. <laughs> But yeah, that they're the alpha males trying to defend themselves and stuff like that. Women belong in the kitchen. Women shouldn't be posting to Instagram because it just means they're advertising themselves and shit like that. <laughs> and it's kind of hilarious. Oh, wow. But yeah, um, the six foot guy mocks the clown. He asks for a ride. He has to beat the horn. He then picks up the bike and just smashes it in the road. Very sad. The clown cries to himself. He goes, oh, before jumping away just into the fucking ether. And they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> you said, what's his name? Steve Choi, I think his name is. What? Who? And he said, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he jumps into the, in the fucking, into the ether and comes back down with a pair of boxing gloves. And you I was know, just like, as clowns do. Yeah, just, uh, he's asking to fight the man. He's like, oh, you want to fight me? And the clown's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's said with that kind of tone as well. And the clown does. In a single punch, he decapitates that guy. <laughs> causing clean. Clean. It was clean. And the rest of the bikers flee. As they fucking should. They should have just left him alone in the beginning. Yes. We cut now to a large clown, quite a rotund clown, who snarls as we cut to a fast food place. We're at the Big Top Burger or whatever mm. it was. There's a little girl who's being told off by her mother because she won't finish her dinner. And she's not allowed to go play until she finishes her chips or something like that. 
<laughs> we see the clown outside just on one of those little what are they called like the, the rocking horses on the springs yeah I can't remember what they're called, like the pra- playground toy. Mm. And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just staring at this little girl. And I'm like, I would be terrified as a child. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, oh. She's just like, oh, isn't he quirky? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your ordinary clown. I'm a killer clown. Um, <laughs> the clown beckons her to come outside. Not even in like a cute way. It's like the long, like, come with me, child. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Come on. Six-year-old or eight-year-old girl. Yeah. There's got to be some, like, no, no, and, like, a little voice in her head yeah. going, like... Mother, ne- mother no, never go, like, stranger danger? Yeah. Like, nothing? Um, we we cut back to the, the shot of the, the dining hall where they're eating, and the little girl's seat is empty. Mm-hmm. She's heading for the door. We see the clown is holding a mallet behind its back as it's, like, luring her out. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, come on, little girl. And then we cut, we, we sort of pan over to see behind his back and he's got that massive-ass yeah. mallet. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the girl is about to head outside, but she's grabbed by her mother. She's not allowed to go and play until she finishes her dinner. The clown snarls. I, I found that very interesting because the mother wasn't, like, engaged in conversation that much. She didn't even notice that her daughter had moved past her to get out. Mm, true. And then I was like, but she was there at the door. So, I'm like, okay, well, she must have figured out something. Yeah, maybe she's just trying to finish her sentence before yeah. she grabbed her daughter and went, no, you sit down and eat your fucking fries. <laughs> Gee, I mean, give feel, mummy a second. I understand this. <laughs> Dave and Mike... Drive past Lover's Lane or Makeout Point or whatever it was. And all the cars have their emergency lights flicking. And the place seems abandoned. Mm. Dave gets out to have a look around. On one of the cars, he finds a thin layer of what looks like spiderweb. Mm. It's cotton candy. <laughs> he opens the door to find that the inside is completely coated in cotton candy. Was there a pod in there as well or was it just just cotton candy everywhere? I think it was just cotton candy and a pair of smashed glasses on the floor. I remember that. Because mm. he, he picks them up um, and has a look at them. Dave tells Mike to get out of the car and uncuffs him. I like this progress. Quick, mm. quick progress. He's like, oh, no, there is some shit going on. Okay, okay. come on. <laughs> Let's work together, bro. Uh, yeah, we don't get, we don't usually get this kind of quick turnaround. No, no. He's, he's actually pretty onto it. He's just got emotional issues to work out. Yeah, I think so. Kurt is the one who will never fucking learn. No. Who does not learn this entire movie. No. Mike tells him whose Jeep that is and who the glasses belong to. Uh, and he said, well, they got him too. He's dead. <laughs> like, there's no chance of saving them. No. They're just dead. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the practical way that things should It is the practical way, but I was like, can we not have a little bit of optimism? <laughs> Come on, Mike. Maybe we can save them. Maybe. <laughs> Back at the police station, Kurt is reading a gun magazine. I just had to point that out. He's... <laughs> Guns daily. Murka! <laughs> Murka. He's literally reading a gun magazine. Which I just... It just made... And he's laughing at the article as well, which I was just like, what the fuck what is What do you with? think was on that article? Oh, oh, I dread to think with Kurt. I really do. <laughs> The phone rings. It's someone reporting um, on the killer clowns. He's like, they're, they're, they've seen some shit. Yes. And he's just like, he ignores the call. 
thinking it's a prank, and pours himself a shot of Jack Daniels from the drawer. Stupid kids and their pranks, rich little bastards, I'd shoot them all if I could. This guy's in law enforcement. Yeah. But that, that is the line he says. Mm-hmm. Stupid kids and their pranks, rich little bastards, I'd shoot them all. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> While he's pouring himself a shot of Jack Daniels on the while side. While on shift. <laughs> while on shift. <laughs> and ignoring police calls, which I think is illegal. Because <laughs> there was a woman who got done for that in, in America. Uh, it wasn't police, but it was um, ambulance. Oh, really? Yeah, she would just hang up the calls. Because she didn't want to answer them. Why work in a call centre? I don't know. You and I both worked in security call centres. Yeah, if we didn't answer that phone, damn. Yeah. The phone rings again. It's the drugstore owner. Uh, The clowns are slowly loading things onto the counter to buy, I guess. (laughs) They get the concept. Yes. Um, And and he, he, Kurt just hangs up the phone. He's like, oh. Come on, Jim, or whatever his fucking name is. You're better than this. I can't believe they got to you too. And then another phone rings, and it's a man saying that his wife was kidnapped in a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> which we do get to see later, which I'm thankful for. Yes. Um, we, <laughs> we go back to the drugstore owner. Sorry, he goes back to the drugstore owner because he hasn't hung up that call, sorry. He just put it down to answer the other phone while the guy told him about the balloon. Then he went back to the drugstore owner. And all we can hear is screaming on the other side of the phone. Mm. And then the call just cuts out. He still thinks it's a prank. They want to play games while they're messing with the wrong guy. Is what he says as he sits himself down. And I think for the rest of the movie, he just ignores the phones now. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so good. I love it. On the road, a man is speeding in his car, trying to get away. Mm. Uh... (laughs) What pulls up to him, what pulls up next to him? It's it's a clown who's driving an invisible car. <laughs> the clown starts ramming him to him, and eventually the man is run off the road, off a bridge, where his car then explodes. And the clown looks over at the burning wreckage and laughs. I really like this actually. Like I said, they're really inventive. It's a clown in an invisible car. It's very funny. I feel like they were like, okay, guys, we need to think of clown things for this movie. Yeah. Here's the whiteboard. Go. Yeah, give us as many clown-themed deaths as you can think of. And they're like, a popcorn shotgun. Um, uh, (laughs) Invisible cars. uh, Cream pies. (laughs) Balloon animals. Balloon animals. And they're like, yes, yes, and yes. We do it all. (laughs) Meanwhile, in her apartment, Barb undresses to hop in the shower. At her feet, we see the popcorn, because it's all coming off from the popcorn shotgun. She's getting undressed, and it's all falling to the floor. And we see one sort of squidging across the floor. It's like a little worm, just sort of... (laughs) What was your reaction to seeing the popcorn sort of squidge along? I don't even... it, It was... Confusion, like what the actual fuck? So, like, so what is that then? Yeah, it's like oh, we've had, we've had the cotton candy sacks. We've had the balloon animal that comes to life. We've had the invisible, the, the invisible kind, the puppet show, and it's like oh, for fuck's sake, what are they coming up with now? What can you do with popcorn? And yeah, 
We get some awesome stuff with the popcorn. <laughs> in town, a clown takes a handful of popcorn and drops it into a dumpster. I think this is at the rear of the, the takeout place. Yeah. At the Big Top Burger. Mm. Uh, Barb is in the shower when we see her laundry hamper start to rattle. 80s movie checklist shower scene. Oh, yeah, we don't, we don't see titties, though. No. We don't have any 80s boobies. I don't know if we want 80s boobies for this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with no boobies. I'm just in general, like... <laughs> I've made a point of uh, I've made a point in the show to point out man ass now because I'm like you know what we do a lot of 80s movies and there's always boobs flying everywhere I'm going to point out man ass when we see some man ass I'm going to point it out yes uh, yes yes her, her laundry hamper starts to rattle at Big Top Burger a kid is taking out the trash when he hears a strange chittering or tweeting kind of noise yeah from inside the dumpster he looks inside. This kid was just asking to be pulled inside. Because yes. he shoves three quarters of his body inside that dumpster to have a look. It's not like a little peek. He like, like fully feet off the floor. Who does that? But yeah. And gets pulled inside. He's like, well. Yeah, he screams as he gets pulled inside. Mm. I love how quick these deaths are happening as well. It's really fun. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just give me the carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fun. It is fun. Dave tells Mike he knows someone who can inspect the cotton candy and tell them what it is. Mm. He says, like, I've got a friend who does research or something like that. We can send this to him and he can tell us what it is. This never comes up again. No. No. It's kind of a mute point, really. Yeah. <laughs> they talk briefly about Dave's harshness. Dave's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was a bit of a dick, but... Gross. Gross. <laughs> em- emotional growth. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. development. Yeah. (laughs) Of which we don't get much in this movie, but that's fine. We're not here for the deep thought characters. The only one that gets it is Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The one who needed the most Kurt does not get it. No. At a bus stop, a tall clown waves to a group of people before starting a puppet show. Oh my God, I love this show. He makes a rabbit and an elephant and then a full navy boat with like six people on it. <laughs> with the music to go with it. With the music to go with it, using just his hands. Yes, it's quite impressive. <laughs> Mike spots the clown doing the puppet show. He t- tells Dave to shoot it. The clown makes a sexy lady shadow, which then t- turns into a T-Rex with, with red glowing eyes, mm-hmm. which then swallows all of the people waiting at the bus stop. A shadow swallows the people. Yes. Mm. And then the people are, like, in his hands. Mm. It's really cool. Because, yeah, he closes his hand, obviously, being the the T-Rex closing its mouth. And then he just, he, like, holds everyone. And you can kind of hear them in his hand. And then he puts, he opens his hand into his bag. Like, he's putting the people into his bag. (laughs) I was like, this is weird. He shrunk the people. He shrunk the people. Putting them into the clown's hand, which he then puts into his bag. Mike drives Dave's police car at the clown, but it jumps away into the air and disappears. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's like a... It's like a... I was going to say more realistic, but that's not the right term. (laughs) Um, You know how, like, in slasher movies and stuff like that, villains tend to just, like, vanish? Mm. At least this one, they jump. Yeah, before they vanish. Yeah, they just jump into the ether and you assume they just land somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe they're teleporting. Maybe. Or maybe they can just jump long distances. (laughs) That's terrifying. (laughs) 
Um, Dave radios into the station. Kurt answers. Dave asks Kurt to call in for some backup. He's like, call everyone. Yeah. Just get us some help. Um, as he has confirmed that there are indeed killer clowns in town. And they may or may not be from outer space. <laughs> Kurt refuses, thinking that Dave is trying to get him to quit or get fired. He's like, you with your college education, trying to get a hard-working, white-blooded American like me fired? <laughs> the the freaking what's it, the, the entitlement, the ego, there's just so many layers. To, to Kurt's to idiocy. <laughs> It's painful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. The whole time you're just like, the fuck, bro? Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't last that much longer. Kurt, Kurt's not long for this world, unfortunately. <laughs> Across the road, we see the Trenzi brothers uh, chase after their ice cream truck, which they've somehow lost control of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how. We just see them across the road and it's like they didn't put the handbrake or something on and he's just rolling down the road and then you see the Trenzi brothers running after him. They're like, what did you do? <laughs> Clearly he didn't put the handbrake on. <laughs> yeah. Mike leaves to go and help his friends while Dave makes his way back to the station to call the state police to get some help. Like the army, probably. The ice cream truck crashes and the Trenzi brothers are super annoying. Yeah. They're very annoying. All they want to talk about is is women, like how how do we get how do we get ladies? Yeah, um, I don't have much to say on them because it's just they're so one dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> Dave asks them for help, and the brothers don't believe him because why would they? Um, I thought this was how we got girls. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they were argue, they argue with each other about the ice cream truck again. Mm. Uh, and the brothers agree to help as Mike and Barb have... <laughs> yes, because Mike says that Barb has two gorgeous roommates. Oh, yeah. With big boobs. Specifically. Because they're like, you got to help me. you got to drive me to Barb's house. And they're like, oh, why? Is it, oh, killer clowns are on the loose and everything like that. And they're just like, oh, no, nah, you're full of shit. And he's like, oh, Barb has super hot roommates. Really? <laughs> yeah, and they've got massive titties. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll help. I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Back at the police station, Kurt continues to ignore all the ringing phones. There's like six phones in front of him and they're all going off. Yeah, and he just doesn't do anything. No, he lights himself a cigar. Uh... And he says, I made it through Korea. I can make it through this bullshit. But what did he do in Korea? <laughs> this is true. A clown suddenly, suddenly waddles into the station. Uh, Kurt just laughs at it. And the clown smiles back. Very creepily. The lips yeah. on these things are really unsettling. Yeah, the teeth are very pointed, eh? Yeah. And the lips are like... They look swollen. If you know what I mean. Mm. Like, they're slightly too big for the, for the, the face. Yeah. Kurt tries to intimidate the clown, which then sprays him with water from a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> another clown thing? <laughs> yeah, another clown thing. But it doesn't disintegrate him or something like that. I was no, expecting it, just... it to be like acid or something. But no, it's just it's just water. I just realised what those mo- the, the clowns might, you know, are real monsters. 
Yes, I remember I read once. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, the guy that holds his eyes. Hold, holds his eyeballs. Yeah, that's yeah. what they remind me of. The yeah, kind of. And also the teacher with the high heels. It's got like six legs. I don't. Re- I don't remember that one. I remember. I think I remember the three main monsters. It's been so long. Yeah, but the teacher. That's because he's also got the big lips. Right. Uh, right out to the side, he's got the pointy hair. Uh, maybe that was the inspiration for these clowns. When was when was I Real Monsters? Wasn't that a nineties show though? No, possibly. Maybe maybe Killer Clowns was the was the was the inspiration <laughs> was the inspiration for Our Real Monsters. <laughs> um, unsettling note: the eyes actually blink on these clowns. Yeah. So it's a big puppet head, obviously. And and some actors inside it, but the eyes actually blink, and it's really gross. It's very unsettling. I don't like it. Oh, I I, I I disapprove. (laughs) (laughs) Kurt tells the clown to turn around and cuffs him. You're in Mooney's jail. Yes, his last name's Mooney, by the way. You're in Mooney's jail now, and you ain't got no rights. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is just the personification of murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, all he is missing is like a badge that's got a bald eagle holding the flag. And a pistol. And a pistol. Yeah. yeah no, a shotgun. Shot- <laughs> Get off my land. Yeah. The clown slips out of the cuffs as his hands slash gloves come off. Is it his hands or is it his gloves? Do they even have gloves or is it just their hands? Uh- um, possibly the hand. I don't know. But regardless, the clown walks to the cell anyway. It it agrees and just walks on over to the cells. The clown regrows its hands when asked to put them up because he's like put up. Is Kurt's like you know put your hands up and he puts them up and it's just two sleeves <laughs> and then two hands pop out and it's just like this is bizarre. Kurt locks the clown in with the the, t- the two guys that, that he arrested earlier for drinking wine in the park. Um, but as it walks in, it hits its head on the top of the cell door because he's too tall. Um, and it goes full exorcist on him as well. That's right, because he... Yeah, it like spins its head round at him or something yeah. like that, doesn't it? I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, it walks in and like twists its head around. The clown blows a, one of those party party favor things at him. Oh, the one, the noise-making things that, that unwrap... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You blow in them and it goes... Yeah. It blows one of those, which then grabs Kurt by the neck and slams him against the bars of the of the cell. Oh, but the exorcist thing is because the clown walks in and Kurt thumps it in the back of the head with a baton just to be a dick. <laughs> and it, it full exorcists its head back. <laughs> Before blowing a party favor, party favor, and smashing Kirk into the the bars of the jail cell. <laughs> before before the clown turns to the other two poor guys who are in the cell with it, and one of them just turns to the clown and says, "What are you in for?" <laughs> Not that he witnessed any of this stuff. No, I think he's just trying to make small talk. Clowns, good see Yeah, basically. Please don't, don't kill worry, me. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. Hi. Hi. Please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> we see, crazy. especially after like the exorcist head and everything like that, you'd be like, um, 
Can I be moved to a different cell? <laughs> we see Barb reaching for a towel in the bathroom. The laundry basket continues to shake and now and now is starting to jitter as well. It's making noises. It's making some noises. Dave arrives at the station. The phones are ringing off the hook, and on the floor are big red footprints. Clown shoe-sized footprints. He follows them. The footprints go up the walls and across the ceiling as he enters the cell block. Because it starts off just in a normal path along the floor. Yeah. And then he opens the door and it's like, it, it starts to go up the walls and then on the ceiling. And I was just like, this is... This he's is... just got bored walking. Yeah. Walking <laughs> like normal people. Uh, yeah, so he's in the cells now. Dave sees two candy pods, which are the poor guys who are just having a bottle of wine at the at the park. Uh, Dave peels away some of the cotton candy to reveal a dissolving body. Slowly, he backs out of the cell. And your immediate thought is like, where'd the clown go? They want the cotton candy. (laughs) Back at the main room, a clown is waiting for him, and it does a full bond. Mm. Like, it's it's facing the other way, and it slowly swivels around in a chair. (laughs) Like, hello, Mr. Bond. (laughs) It's holding Kurt on its lap. Uh, like a ventriloquist's dummy. Makeup and all. He's got the rosy cheeks and the little lines down his down his jaw. Oh my. Which is a great callback to the... The puppet show. To the puppet and to the, the, the line that, um, that Kurt said earlier, mm. that you won't make a dummy out of me. Oh. <laughs> and now here he is. The clown, the clown's made a dummy out of him. And Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And the, the, the clown is puppeting him, obviously throwing its voice, but it's speaking with Kurt's voice. And it says, don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. <laughs> and yeah, I just thought that's a very nice callback to the you won't make a dummy out of me. I didn't even connect the two. <laughs> it's good. I really thought about this. This is what I'm saying. Like, this movie's stupid fun. It is. But it's cleverly written, surprisingly. <laughs> the clown pulls its hand out of Kurt's back. So it was clearly like just holding onto his spine or something like that. Can you just imagine holding onto the spine and like moving? Like oh, Just to make the mouth go up and down. <laughs> it's really gross because it like, it shakes the blood off its hand as well. Like it pulls its hand out with a very wet squelch. Mm. Kurt's body falls to the floor and then it just goes... Shaking the blood off its hand. The body collapses to the floor. Dave pulls out a gun and starts shooting. It doesn't die until he shoots its nose. At which point it spins itself into oblivion. Yep. And blows into confetti. Yes. <laughs> it's, so, it's kind of cool. It's not blood. It's, it, but yeah, because the, the nose goes pop and it's just like all this paper confetti all colourful stuff just come out while yeah. it's spinning and then it starts spinning and it turns into like this weird like diamond triangle thing and then explodes yes and I was just like okay uh, there's, there's worse ways you could go uh, just no arguments like yeah. this is just what's happening yeah I'm just here it for the yeah I'm here for the ride at this point <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you like <laughs> the radio go- goes off and Dave calls in for backup He's told that help is on the way. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Dave thinks of Debbie and runs off. He has to save his lady girl. <laughs> lady girl, sorry, that was a weird... <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. I was going to say lady friend, and then I decided, no, girlfriend. And I was like, but she's not her girlfriend. So all these things happen in like half a second. 
in my brain. So what came out was Lady Girl. <laughs> I mean, it fits the dialogue with this. Uh, to be honest, yeah, the dialogue it fits. So yeah. stick with it. Yeah, Lady Girl. He goes, to, he goes to see his Lady Girl. The ice cream truck trundles along the road as the brothers mock Mike for his story. Suddenly, they turn a corner where the killer clowns are roaming the streets. They're loading cotton candy sacks into a large float. Mm. It's They're emptying houses, and then we see one guy just hiding under a car. Yep. This poor guy. This poor, poor fella. <laughs> I love the efficiency of this. Like, there's clowns just throwing cotton candy sacks from upper windows into the street, and then they're all being hoovered up by this giant float thing. Yeah. They've got a process. They've done this before. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy under the car is just waiting for the parade to pass. And he tries to make a run for it, but is shot and turned into a cotton candy pod. The ice cream truck makes an escape. They're like, maybe not this road. Yeah. Let's go around. Story's not bullshit now, is it? Yeah, exactly. There really are killer clowns from Anna's <laughs> Maze turning people to cotton candy. Barb is dressed and hears laughing from the hamper. She opens it to reveal several clown spawn, I guess? So what are these things, Dee? Give me a give me a theory. What are these? I don't know. They're kind of reminiscent of what Beetlejuice had in a way. Which bit of Beetlejuice? The snake thing. Oh, right, yeah. The Oh, I can't remember what I think the name of it. But I don't know. Oh, like, at this point, in all the new things that showed up, it was just like, okay. <laughs> you just accepted it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, it is what it is. Here's <laughs> <laughs> what we... They're like... It's like a clown head. A little clown head, not like a big uh, one. But attached to a really long body. Like a stalk. Yeah. Like a plant stalk or something like that. Are these clown what... Plants. Are these what... <laughs> clown plants. I mean, it could be. <laughs> like, like, like Audrey. <laughs> like Audrey. <laughs> Audrey's just a killer clown from outer space. We found the connection! (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out as well, like, I I was wondering if these are what the clowns look like when they're babies. Are these just, and then they grow? This is how they reproduce. Maybe. But why would they, why would they have to attach themselves to people? Or whatever the hell they're like. Just a coincidence. You know, like dandelion seeds? Oh. And then when they find somewhere to plant themselves, that's when they grow interesting way to breed (laughs) yeah well you know that clown just fired its popcorn load all over her (laughs) and now there's babies I think I've broken D I'm sorry (laughs) turns out the popcorn shotgun wasn't a weapon That's where he stores his seed. <laughs> but yes, we have some sort of weird clown stalk thing. creature things. She sprays them with hairspray or deodorant or something that was in her cabinet before um, being backed into the bathtub. It's like the only place you can go where they can't reach her. Mm. She uses the shower head to disarm one of the, the clowns. She like shoves it in his mouth and turns it on. Yeah. And it... It, it just can't spit it out. <laughs> the shell head. <laughs> it was very interestingly shaped. Oh, was it? It was. Like, it wasn't like... You know how the standard shell head is just like... 
like a like a disc, like a CD. Yeah, yeah. This one was not. It was like very small, very sleek. Are you saying it looks like a vibrator? It does. Okay. It does. <laughs> it really does. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I know what you do. <laughs> well, she's got to relieve the tension somehow. Mike only wants to cuddle. She doesn't have Dave anymore. No, she doesn't have. Da- she doesn't have sexy Dave anymore. <laughs> She yeah, so she disables one with that, and then she she rips down the shower curtain and throws it over a couple of them, and that's how she manages to make an escape. She hears Mike at the front door asking for her to for for her to open up so they can they can make an escape. But when she does open it, it's one of the clowns mimicking Mike's voice. How did the clown know that he had to mimic Mike's voice particularly? <sighs> It is. It's too many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're psychic. Like, maybe they recognize them from being in the spacecraft. Maybe. Maybe they recorded them when they were in the spacecraft. And they're like, let's go get this chick. She's hot. I'll pretend to be Mike. <laughs> I volunteer. I volunteer. I volunteer a tribute. <laughs> I'll go get the hot chick. <laughs> I'll go get the hot chick. She slams the door and goes to the window, where several more clowns wait wait below. She's like gonna jump out the jump out the window to escape. Oh, and there's like the there's like four of them in a circle holding a trampoline looking up at her, like, come on! <laughs> we knew you were gonna be here. Yeah, she backs up and is picked up off her feet by one of the clowns. The clowns manage to invade the house and trap her inside a giant balloon. Mm. They throw her on the couch. They do. Which I was like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, are we going to get some... <laughs> I suppose we were kind of missing the sex scene. <laughs> yeah, true. We haven't had an 80s sex scene. <laughs> she was just... Oh, I felt sorry for her. Oh, yeah, we all do. <laughs> and was I was at this point wondering why why she was put in a balloon instead yeah. of turned to cotton candy. But we do get mentioned that other people got put in balloons. I wonder if it's a, like... You know, like... Like a pantry thing, like you've got save them for later. Yeah, you know, like ke- keeping tinned fruit. I wonder. I... So you've got stuff you can eat now, mm. which is the cotton candy people, and then you've got stuff you can turn to cotton candy later. <laughs> I mean, it's sufficient. Yeah, we don't know how much further they've got to travel. No, this is true. I just I thought that there were like specific people that they were after. Oh. Guys. Because, you know, there was that other lady who was kidnapped in a balloon, right? Yeah, the guy's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Females. <laughs> but there are female clowns. Maybe that's how they were made. Oh. Oh, because they're going to they they're like... turn them into female clowns. Okay, this note that I'm going to say is like for the female clowns, but they kind of looked very similar to the ice cream truck ladies. Oh. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. Mm. So it could have been them. Like, did that? Is, oh, yeah. So so killer clowns from outer space need to make females <laughs> so they can shoot their popcorn loads and make make clown babies. <laughs> this is a weird podcast. <laughs> I told you, I had lots varied with this. You thought about this way more than I did. <laughs> and normally it's the other way around. Like, people come in and they're like, oh, you'd like... Like, look deep into this movie. I'm like, yeah, it's just what I do. And then I've come to Killer Clowns Without Space just going, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, he shoots popcorn everywhere. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what else do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> so 
Meanwhile, Mike and the Terenzi brothers drive about town just in time to see the clowns loading trapped Barb into a clown car and driving off. The boys give chase. Dave sees the chase and joins in. Um, and you know, sorry, Mike keeps asking them to go a bit faster. He's like, can you, can, can you go a bit faster? And he's like, it, what do you want, Mike? This is an ice cream truck. <laughs> it's not built for speed. No. <laughs> Um, one of the Trenzi bro- brothers notices the police car that's fo- uh, following them from behind oh. and gets his brother to pull over because they he thinks that they're being pulled over by the police. Yes, Destiny. Just, why? Just that, 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 yes, there's a police car following, but then what, like, would your brain not be like, he's following the same thing we are? Not. Or, or at least think that, you know, maybe the, the, the kidnapped woman is possibly more important than a fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can explain to police later. Yeah. But then because they stopped, what happens? Oh, they, they slam on the brakes, uh, which causes the cop car, Dave's car, to crash into the back of the ice cream truck. I literally face palmed. Like, You're just like, oh, come on, guys. It's just like... Mike runs out to collect Dave, and they all use the ice cream truck to continue the chase. There's kind of a brouhaha, but it's nothing interesting going on. They're yeah. just like, oh, what have you done? It's a rental, and everything like that. Yeah, it was... But it's not really important. No. They continue the chase. We see that the clowns are heading for the amusement park. And, you know, Dave, Dave and Mike come to the same conclusion, you know. Where's somewhere you could hide a giant big top spacecraft? The amusement park. Yeah. It's the logical place to go, which is not wrong. No. That's actually pretty right. Good job, guys. <laughs> we did some braining. <laughs> we did some braining. A security guard watches as the clown car pulls up. In true fashion, the clown car contains many clowns. <laughs> it's like the one that we saw loading Barb into the car comes out, and then another one. And then one of the really large ones. And then another one. <laughs> and then a little one. And then a nice. <laughs> they just keep coming out of the car. They just keep coming out of the car. Yes. And the poor guard is just like, guys, you can't be here. You need to leave. And they... What a brave guard, right? Yeah. <laughs> the poor security guard. But then also it was kind of like, when I was watching this, because I used to do, like, I used to be a security guard. Mm. And it was, like, the stereotype security guard that would just slack off on the job. He was having his sandwich. Yeah. He was hidden away. And then it was like, oh, crap, now I actually have to do some work when he sees the clown car pull up. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, you're giving us all a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the clowns, all of the clowns, sorry, pull out cream pies. From behind their backs. And uh, they they pie the security guard cream with cream pies until he collapses. A little cream pie. They, they cream pie the guard to death. <laughs> <laughs> so much. And we've got the music's back again. And this music fucking slaps. This music's great. Love it. Fucking guitar riffs for days. We've got rock, rock clown music. <gasps> the clowns all head inside as we see the security guard has been melted or something. We're not sure. And the last clown, the little one who, who earlier decapitated a man with a single punch, 
puts a cherry atop the cream pile before heading inside. It's just beautiful. It's literally the cherry on top of this scene. It made it. And you're just like, yes, thank you. That's brilliant. 50 points. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mike and the gang arrive. They check the car, which is now completely empty. And the Terenzi brothers check out the pile of melted ice cream, as they think it is. Yeah. Doesn't one of them, like, take a fingerful and, like... He he puts his finger in and, like... Like, smushes it in his fingers. And then you can see on it as well that it's, like, you know, the white that it actually was. Mm. And it's got, like, pink. Oh! Oh, I missed that. Yeah, so it mixed in, obviously, it had... The, dissolve the gas. Yeah, the whatever the cotton candy's made of. Yeah, and that it, dissolves people. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's got the the pink isn't like the blood or whatever the hell it is, mm. and mixed in with the white, uh, and it's on his finger. I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, don't eat it, please don't eat that it. That would have been so funny. I though, was waiting for if it. he just licked it off his finger. He's like, hmm, listen, <laughs> oh, it tastes weird. <laughs> I was waiting for that. That on that. I feel like that should have been in it. That should have been in it, but it would have been disgusting. <laughs> Just disgusting. <laughs> it's people. Yes, they 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 look at the melted ice cream or whatever they think it out is until Dave points out the skeleton that's sort of poking out the side. There's like a leg sticking out, or or, or a hand with a torch or something like yeah. that that's sticking out the pile at the bottom. Um, yeah. Uh, poking out of the mass as it melts. They all head inside to the big top and the Trenzy brothers treating it all like a joke. Uh, why are they here? Why clowns? And Mike comes up with the idea that maybe they've been on Earth before and our, our idea of clowns actually comes from them. I said that. Yeah. I said that. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's, sort of, it's a very throwaway it line. Is. But they're like, you know, maybe they've been to Earth before and this is where we get our idea of clowns. And I'm like, it must have been fairly recently because, like, big top tents and stuff haven't been around forever. Popcorn machines haven't been around forever. No. Well, I don't know. Clowns and stuff have been around for a while. Oh, clowns have been around for a very long time. And tents, like, big top tents have now mm. been around for a, while, a long while. Popcorn's new. Yeah. Balloon animals, too. True. So they must visit fairly often. <laughs> Are we just a farm? They just come down every now and again and, like, cull a town. Is this what happened to Roanoke? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Roanoke movie I want to see. Roanoke, the famous With American... With Kathy Bates. With Kathy Bates. <laughs> Roanoke, the famous American town that just disappeared overnight. Which just it was abducted by clouds. It was... <laughs> There was a shooting star. It was a, a big top of, of killer clowns from outer space that turned everyone to cotton candy or trapped them in balloons and flew off again. And settlers were like, ooh. Mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> Take <Right> that, <laughs> historians. <laughs> we, we do get the idea that the clowns are very intelligent. Just stopping off at Earth for a quick bite to eat. Dave tells them to shoot the clowns in the nose because that seems to work. Yeah. So at least he's sharing that information. Although I think he is the only one who has a gun? No one else has any kind of weapon, right? I'd be surprised if the ice cream guys had a weapon. <laughs> They're just throwing popsicle sticks. I don't know. <laughs> They're useless. Why are they here? Because they had the truck. Because they had the truck. <laughs> That's it! <laughs> but the tra- taxi driver. Mike's here because he's rescuing his girlfriend and Dave's got a gun. 
rescuing his girlfriend. Also rescuing his his he wants to be girlfriend. His lady girl. His... <laughs> I'm sorry for that, okay? <laughs> He's here to rescue his lady girl. They press a big red button, and Paul Terenzi can't help but press it, which uh, shoots some fog into Mike. Nothing major. Just just pointing out the fact that, yeah, he couldn't walk, walk past a big red button without pressing it. No damage, so all good. And then they come to a door. As Dave opens it, a trap door opens behind them and swallows the Terenzi brothers. They're sending them into a giant ball pit. I mean, that's not horrible. It's not awful, but you know, the the, the clowns have a tendency to make something look innocent and then kill you with it. Like, like the cream pies and stuff like that. Yeah. They look up to see two female clowns who then inflate their boobs. <laughs> they had boobs and then they see the guys and they're like, Ugh. and then he goes, and they grow like balloon boobs. Balloon boobs. <laughs> That'd be so awkward. You give him a little squeeze and he's like, <laughs> although they're clowns. Do they honk? You go for a little squeeze and it's like, oink, oink. <laughs> Please. That's gonna be a thing, right? It's got it. They're clowns. <laughs> I want to honk a boob. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so stupid. But you said that these clowns look like the. The two girls. They did. They looked very I, similar. I will need to rewatch mm. or find a snapshot or something like that for this scene because that's intriguing. <laughs> I wonder if clowns have to make female versions. <laughs> but like, I they were in that ball pit as if they were on the edge of a hot tub. Yeah. Wow. Which is so weird. So, are ball pits like spas for clowns? I guess so. <laughs> I'm just going poolside. Just go sit by the ball pit. Kick your legs in and out. I don't know. Find a, like, half-melted chocolate bar that some kid's dropped in there and some old socks and some kid who's somehow managed to lose a pair of underwear in there. There's always a kid who's had an accident in there, too. Ball pits are gross. They are so gross. But God, as a kid, I loved it. I miss the ones they had at McDonald's. The McDonald's used to have ball pits? They did, yeah. When I was like, I don't know, four or five, you used to run around and they'd be like, the big space ball things with the... Like the big dome thing. Yeah. yeah. And in the middle would always be a ball pit. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they just got tired of cleaning it. Probably. I don't blame them. Oh, yeah, I don't blame them either. <laughs> I get tired of cleaning it. Um, I suppose hygiene thing would be an issue. Yeah, maybe they couldn't keep the the hygiene up or something like yeah. that. I mean, that would make sense too. It would it would probably affect their like food healthy health safety rating, right? We're getting very technical now. Yeah, <laughs> why are we we're diving we're diving deep into this, man. Into ball pits. Into ball pits. Okay, Mike. Assuming that the brothers are playing a prank, come on, Mike, get a clue, mate. He's like, oh, they do this all the time. I'm like, you're in like a deadly killer clown lair, like. Yeah. Is it really the time to pull a prank? Yeah, they would. They wouldn't. Although, although, have some concern for your friend. No, they, they probably they might have. They might have pulled a prank, thinking about it. They but Mike, Mike should at least have like a small amount of care. 
for the fact that his friends have just disappeared. He's not entirely bright, though. <laughs> That's putting it nicely. <laughs> I mean, he was wandering around through this spacecraft earlier and just yeah. were like, look! But I, I don't this is like... where they hang up the cotton candy to dry. <laughs> I don't feel like, like his capacity to be able to care would go beyond his girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, possibly she gives him physical things. She touches the junk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> she puts out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he and Dave head through some doors, coming to the room where they store their cotton candy pots. Um, and they make a, make a make a little note here that says, uh, "Looks like they got the whole town." Mm. So it looks like town has basically been emptied. Turned into cotton candy. Turned into cotton candy or stuffed in balloons. Mm. They search the area for the yellow balloon that Barb is trapped in. They find nothing. A clown enters and senses something is wrong. The pair hide behind some pods as the clown walks down the walkway. Mm, that clown. This clown is creepy. The straw. The straw. Yep. It goes to one of the pods, sort of squeezes it, gives it a little smell. He goes, no, not... Yeah, he goes, no, not that one. He goes to the one next to it, gives it a squeeze, gives it a bit of a smell, and he's like, yep, this one's right. (laughs) (laughs) He pokes it, smells it, squishes it. The clown um, pulls out a crazy straw, a silly straw. Super, super crazy. There's so many loops. There's so many loop-de-loops and everything. I kind of want this straw. (laughs) It looks like fun. (laughs) Drinking my wine on the weekends with one of these. It pokes it into the little co- cotton candy pod and, and drinks the fluid that's inside. Mmm. red. Yeah, it, mm. it's very bright red. It's probably like... They're kind of like spiders, you know. They, they they just dissolve it and then drink what's left. It kind of looks like, you know, blackcurrant. Blackcurrant yes. juice. Yeah. <laughs> Yum, I love blackcurrant juice. <laughs> Not this blackcurrant juice, though. I do love the little... When, when he finishes, I love the little pop noise as yeah. he pulls the straw out of the pod again. He just goes like... The clown leaves, uh, quite content and full. Mike freaks out, but Dave calms him and they hear Deb calling them. They can't seem to break into the giant balloon until Dave shoots it. Uh, freeing Debbie, they help her and go to make their escape. Dave figures others might be alive in the balloons, but it's too late, the clowns are onto them. <laughs> they have like a split second of, maybe we should save these other people. Nope, too late, bye! <laughs> I'm like, those poor people. <laughs> um, they they run, clowns attack in the corridor, but Dave shoots the nose and it explodes. It explodes popcorn everywhere this time instead of confetti. They have no other way but to go down a fireman's pole. Deb goes first because the others are arguing. They're like, no, you go first, you go first. And Deb's like, for fuck's sake, I'll go. <laughs> Dave kills another clown that's following behind them before he heads down. They go down, they can't go any further down because there's like some sort of monster or something at the bottom of the, of the fireman's pole. Uh, um, I don't think it's a monster yet. Right. Do they just see something odd and they're like, I okay, well, let's so. stop here. Yeah. Uh, they run down the corridor. We see the clowns make their way down the pole one at a time. The group comes to a room filled with balloons. They have to, like, wade their way through this room of balloons with the clowns hot on their tail. 
They reach another door and the clowns are almost on them. They're, they're about to, you know, they're, they're rounding the corridor about to, about to meet up with them. The door opens to a slightly smaller door, which yeah. then opens to a slightly smaller door and then a slightly smaller door. <laughs> We've got Alice in Wonderland now. <laughs> yes. And Mike has to point out every single time. He like opens and goes, another door, another door. Another door! And you're like, yes, Mike. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> it really does feel like a kids' TV show, eh? <laughs> they get through, um, and Dave has run out of bullets at this point. He's got nothing left. They block the door behind them, managing to lock it. They go to make a move and realize that they're surrounded. They, like, take a couple of steps in and suddenly clowns are emerging from everywhere. Mm. They're surrounded. They climb the small structure as as the clowns close in, a good dozen or so of them trying to swipe at them with bats and other other weapons. The foam, yes. foam bats. Foam bats. And they're swinging at them and they're just holding their ground on top of this little mound. Suddenly, the ice cream truck breaks through the wall. Their clothes shredded and covered in kiss marks. We see the Terenzi brothers. They had a good time. They had a good time. They covered in like the the, the really comical cool lipstick marks everywhere. The lipstick, lipstick too. Re- red lipstick kisses, <laughs> and their clothes are like shredded as well, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> it's like those clowns really wanted it. They're like, just give me that dick. <laughs> and quite clearly, they were ready. Oh yeah. They use the speaker on the truck to order the clowns to let Mike, Deb, and Dave go free, and they do. Yeah, that was interesting. I think it's because the ice cream truck has a giant clown head yeah. on the top of it. So they're kind of like... They were a bit confused. Yeah. They pile into the ice cream truck, but it won't start. The clowns hear a clang and all look up to the ceiling as something begins to descend. The clowns disappear and the group watches as... Do you know what the name of this this is? No. This is uh, Jojo... The Clownzilla. It has a name. <laughs> Jojo. Jojo, the Clownzilla. It is a giant thirty-foot killer clown. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, if you saw this clown, you would not think its name was Jojo. It's Jojo. Jojo. And I love Clownzilla as well. Yes. Clownzilla's great. That's funny. It breaks from the wires that were used to make it descend into the room, I guess. And it starts making for them. The Trenzi brothers stay in the truck, honking the horn to let the others escape through the hole in the wall they just made. Yeah. So everyone else is going to go through the hole that the ice cream truck first drove through while the brothers distract it. Well, oh, we've got some sacrifice. It's very sad. They just don't want to leave the thing because it's a rental. Uh, is that what they say? <laughs> That's very funny. But it's a rental. I can't leave it. Yeah, yeah. Jojo picks up and throws the truck across the room where it then explodes. Can't get your down payment back on that now. Jojo then spots the others. Dave gives Deb to Mike while he distracts Jojo. Take my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Passing the torch. Deb and Mike escape through the hole in the wall. The, um, the big top uh, begins sucking in all its wires that were holding it down. Mm. 
Dave fires his pistol at Jojo until he runs out of bullets. It's then it picks him up. The big... Is this the second time he's run out of bullets? Been... Yeah, because he had a shotgun. Right, okay. Yeah, he runs out of bullets on the shotgun and then he's using his police pistol now, I think. The big top starts to spin until it takes off. Uh, cops begin to arrive at the amusement park as Deb and Mike uh, are there to meet them. They run out and meet the cops, and everyone watches as the big top ascends into the sky. Dave uses the... He gets picked up by Jojo, and he, he manages to get an arm free and unpins his police badge. And as Jojo puts him to his mouth ready to eat him, he uses his police badge and just pops his nose. <laughs> Which is very good. Which, yes. And it causes such a massive explosion because Jojo the Clownzilla is so big, it makes the entire Big Top explode. And it explodes into fireworks. Lovely fireworks in the Woo! night sky. Yay! Happy endings! <laughs> the clown car lands suddenly on the cement next to them. And police load their guns, but out steps Dave. They all hug. Then the Terenzi brothers emerge, having survived by hiding in the ice cream truck's freezer, apparently. <laughs> I was like, sure. What, That's I, what it is. I mean, if Indiana Jones can survive a nuclear bomb by hiding in a fridge. Yeah. Then, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just so silly. It's so, so good. And at this point, I was like, I bet, I bet. Dave, Mike, and Deb are going to have, like, a three-way relationship. Yeah. Thrupple. A thrupple. You guys go for it. Yeah. You'd make a cute thrupple. There was definitely some sexual tension between Mike and Dave. Yeah. I'm like, God, just fuck his dick. God. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Deb, and Mike look into the sky, and uh, one of them says, do you think it's over? And they're suddenly splattered with cherry pies. Because, <laughs> of course, they are. Final shot is a freeze frame of our three main characters covered in cream and pies. <laughs> oh, 80s checklist freeze frame. Freeze frame ending. Yeah, that's a very 80s thing to do. <laughs> so this concludes uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space 1988. So, Destiny, give me your rundown for this movie. It was your first time watching it. What did you think of the absolute madness that is this movie? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's just, it's just fun basically it's it's just right from the get-go it's utterly ridiculous so ridiculous but it's like you can't stop watching and it kind of makes sense with what they're going for as yeah. well but like we're going with a clown theme and you're like okay sure yeah. and then it's like popcorn shotguns and you know it's consistent yeah it is consistent like and soon the ridiculousness just becomes like accepted canon yes you just sit there going yeah 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 that, that makes sense they've, sure. they've got cream pies that melt you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense <laughs> so the absurdity slowly becomes canon you're yeah. like okay yep mm-hmm. yep yeah is you just wind up accepting the world as it is and the acting's perfect for it it's not That's... It's a good not, way to put it. It's not awful acting. They're not terrible. No. But they definitely know they're in like a D-grade horror movie. There's still that like overacting thing going on. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it's kind of like what they are going for. They know that that 
meant to do this. Yeah. Meant to be overacting. Like the farmer in the beginning. Oh, the farmer at the beginning so funny. <laughs> it don't land in my... It landed in my field. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> fuck's sake. As soon as he started talking, I was like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I think at that at that at that scene where I saw the farmer, I was like, I know what this movie's trying to do, and I love it. Yeah. Yep, I'm all in. Give me the absurdity, I will take it. Like, I feel like when it comes to like these kinds of movies, you need some of those. Just the ones where it's like, okay, yes, this is happening. Mm. This is this is fine. This is good. And it's one of the few times where like, you know. Some movies try to do absurdity and try to do and like yeah, they try to make a B grade horror movie, and it like the sort of like Cocaine Bear, like it has its moments, but you can see right through the sort of the the facade yeah. of them trying to make a B grade horror movie. Yeah, whereas this one, it's like you know, it 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 just works. Yeah, they were like, we're making a B grade horror movie. Let's go all all in, and it works. Yeah. It's fun. But it really, it felt like, you know, they were sitting around a table or a whiteboard or whatever, and it was like, okay, put up all your ideas about clowns. Yeah. And we're just going to do them and all. We're going to do them all. We'll find a way to incorporate, and yeah. In, yeah, to put everything in there. And we'll build a story around it. Yeah. With <laughs> it doesn't char- matter. With characters with less than one dimension. Yeah. Like- um, so for your personal enjoyment rating, one being awful, ten being amazing, where would you scale this for yourself for a personal enjoyment? Oh, I did really enjoy it because of its ridiculousness, but I think I'm going to probably go seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. I put it at an eight, so we're pretty close to each other. <laughs> it's fun. It is. Like, I would probably go back and watch it again to show someone else. Yeah. I don't... I can imagine watching this with a group of friends and just having a whale of a time. Yes. And just pissing ourselves off. Yeah. Oh, my God. You could turn this into, like, the best drinking game. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you, like, anytime you see a clown, take a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> anytime there's, like, a clown theme thing, like, or a circus thing, take a drink. Take a drink. Oh, my God. You'd be so drunk within, like, the first ten minutes. <laughs> This movie's... Go do that game. <laughs> go go do it. I'm, I'm sure it exists. If you Google it, there's probably a drinking game for this. I know there's one for the room. That does not surprise me. Yeah. There's there's one for the room. Yeah. And I think there's one for Troll 2 as well. Because, of course, there is. Um, so we like to give credit where credit's due. Is there a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? Farmer. The farmer man. <laughs> the farmer man. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. He was good. Yes, he was. He was very fun. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was so like over the top. But he's like, okay, he did it really well, but he also seemed like an actor who was out of place for the role, which just made it even better. Right. <laughs> it just made it even more absurd. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to give props to John Vernon, who played Kurt. He made me laugh so much in this movie. Yes. Dirtbag cop man who's just like, no, no, city trained people can't tell me how to do my job. Yet he is drinking and smoking cigars on the job. Yep. (laughs) And ignoring phone calls. Make America great again. America! (laughs) It was just, he was so over the top bad cop that I I just loved it. It was so much fun. (laughs) Overall, like, go watch this movie. Yeah. It's stupid, and we love it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Otherwise, thank you so much for do- joining me, Dee. Thank you so much for, for sitting through Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, this concludes episode 55, Killer Clowns from Outer Space 1988. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again to our guests. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com and or following us on Twitter at cherrypophorror. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>